We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lucky Podcast, bro. Those are our offensive storylines. We gave you July 25th. It's when the Fighting Irish began fall camp. And we gave you four great storylines. You guys discuss in the chat. LL question of the day. If you were offered a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand dollars to repeat 90% of a movie, which movie would you pick? One of the rush hours. Well, wait. I just recently learned that you are a big rush hour fan. <laughs> yeah, you know. I saw the clip you posted, and that is, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm gonna classic. give you I'm gonna give you three scenes. First of all, the Ricky Tan, uh the, the Chris Tucker smashing his computer. Come on, Ricky Tan. That scene, <laughs> that scene, that takes me out. I can watch that. Oh, Ricky Tan. Ricky I don't think you understand. I didn't told you. That scene right there, number one. The scene, the scene, oh, that, hey, the scene on the roof with that spine of Rosalind Sanchez. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, Jackie Chan <laughs> goes through this whole thing. <laughs> and then when they finally get to Vegas, and before they go to the, uh, the casino, they go to get dressed up, and Jeremy Pitt, Jeremy Pitt comes out. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that scene, yo, classic. I'm with you. The rush hours for me, it would be I chose Harlem Nights. Oh, I, really? I could do Harlem. Right? I could do Harlem Nights from beginning to end. <laughs> no problem. None. None. Then they can remake the movie, huh? I got Heart Foundation said Boys in the Hood of Minister Society. Tom DeGrant says the original house party. <clears throat> John A. One says, remember the Titans. Good fellas. Good fellas is a good one. I don't know if I can do 90% of it, but good fellas. Yeah, good fellas. Top gun. You know, from an artistic standpoint, just because of one scene, I would love to be able to do, and that is heat. The scene in the restaurant between Pacino and De Niro. Man, that classic cinema. Classic cinema. When we come back, we get into some 25 recruits left. 25 recruits. Answer more of your questions. And uh, man, we'll get, man, you guys are still putting in your comments. And we'll get into those as well. It's a Lucky Lefty podcast. You already know we spin it different. So we're back. You guys are chiming in on the question of the day. Keep those coming. We'll get to those. By the way, the reminder is Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, thumb, hit it up. Helps with the view. Subscribe. Let everybody know, Lucky Lucky Podcast. We just passed a million. Greatly appreciate you guys climbing the subscriptions to 3,800. 
and getting up to 4,000 sometime before the end of the year is our goal. It's all because of you, LL Nation. We appreciate you guys. Lucky Lucky Podcast. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm I'm still dealing with my addiction. You guys pray for me. It's PGA 2K23. Even as I do the show, it's on my mind. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm one shot off the lead in the tenth hole. Yeah, you gotta hit in, that in, in the British Open, man. I'm trying to stay focused. Left. I'm trying to stay focused. But to all of our Chicago fans out there, I want to say Happy Connor Bedard Day. Mm. You're darn right. In the midst. Of the Cubs stinking, the White Sox stinking, not knowing what the Bears are, and the Bulls definitely stinking. The Blackhawks have given us hope. Happy Connor Bedard Day as the NHL draft jumps off right about six o'clock today in Nashville mm. in local time. Prayers to everyone out there in Chicago. Hope you're wearing your mask. We have the worst air. In the entire com- country right now, based upon the Canadian forest fires, it's bad. Left, it's bad. Is it, is it orange? Oh, like New York? It's, it's not New York bad, but it's it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. The Canadians, man, what they got going on? Yeah, it's bad, bro. It's really bad. And I think, oh, they said India is worse than Chicago right now. Thank you, Isaac Myers. It just passed up Chicago. It's it's bad. I knew it was moved. The weather pattern was moving it east into Indiana. But yeah, bro. It's like you smell like you are in. I smelled yesterday. I happened to be, I smelled like I was on the inside of a Weber grill when I stepped outside. Damn. Like I was it, I was under the grill by the charcoal. That's how it felt. It was bad. It was bad. So everyone in the Chicagoland area, man, please stay safe. Please stay safe because, man, I had to pop my sister upside the head. You know how young people just don't watch the news, bro. No. She's like, oh, man, I was walking my dog at the park, and I was wondering why I was having a problem breathing. I'm like, you goofy. What What did you think? Oh, I just thought it was a little mist. I said, boy. Hey, these TikTokers, boy. They don't make them like they used to. Man, I was like, watch the news. Watch the news. We got a good laugh in the family chat. Lucky Lefty podcast. So, my addiction today 
Happy Conor Bedard Day in Chicago. But also this left. Okay? Because I have someone, in my opinion, that brings up a point that I want to agree with. There's a certain bowl game that I think deserves to be the main site for the national championship game. Because the Rose Bowl takes itself more seriously than any other college football venue and any other college football committee that hosts any other college football game. That's why the Rose Bowl should have the national championship. If the folks who run the Rose Bowl were put in charge of displaying the tradition and pageantry that should be synonymous with our championship game, it would not feel corporatized. I guarantee you, if you let the Rose Bowl committee run the actual national championship festivities, that's how college football should feel. So I love the San Gabriels and I love the sunset and I love all of the history of that stadium. I would love the way the presentation would feel because that committee out there gets it. That's why I didn't have a problem, still don't with them digging in their heels and, and being such a menace in getting this new expanded playoff figured out. What's their crime? Standing for what they believe in? Refusing to just take a blowtorch to tradition for the sake of television networks? Like, I, I salute them. I used to curse them up and down because I was fooled into being a clapping seal that, you know, did the bidding of, of the folks in suits worth more than my whole wardrobe. Then I all of a sudden had the fog lift from my eyes and I saw the light and I, I said, hold on a second. I'm sitting here claiming to love tradition. <coughs> These folks are out here fighting for tradition. They're pretty much the only entity left <coughs> standing in the way and they haven't folded. I respect that about them. They get what this sport is about. Isn't it ironic, by the way, that this is a game that a lot of people in the South take as serious as anyone. And a lot of people in the Midwest, they take it as seriously as anyone. And you would look at folks on the West Coast and you would claim, <coughs> oh, Pac-12 soft. Oh, they're not as serious about it. Their game, the Rose Bowl, takes it as seriously as anyone. And they actually stood up more, and I want you to hear me in the South, stood up more fervently against change for the sake of change in the wrong direction than a lot of Southern entities did. Now, what do you think about that? Not something I saw coming. So I would love, if we had it in a fixed location, I'd love for it to be the Rose Bowl. But I'd love for it to be the Rose Bowl because of the seriousness that the Rose Bowl committee places on college football as opposed to just appeasing several other masters and and really if the audience likes it okay if they don't whatever it's not really their game it is our game let me tell you why and see i don't do all this political stuff i care less about the business side rose bowl is the best bowl backdrop period period if it was a stage, it would be Broadway of bowl games. That's what it is. It's the best backdrop to start a game and going into the late part of the game. It is what it is. It is very aesthetically pleasing to watch a Rose Bowl. That's number one. And that's the way the national championship should be. It should feel that way. Number two. The Rose Bowl has hosted the greatest national championship game ever. Texas USC. It was a great game that was aided by the backdrop because of the way the bowl is. Because of all the stars that were connected to the game and those stars were able to be there because it was in L.A. It makes sense. Like I do business, business is business. This is people, I don't get caught up in business. Why? It's capitalism, bro. It is what it is. In order to be successful, you have to take advantage of somebody. Yeah. So you're gonna block somebody, you're gonna do this to somebody. So what? That's business. That's the way it goes in America. Everybody's not gonna be happy from a business side. So I'm dude. Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl playing hardball business. That's their business, man. They trying, they're trying to save their business. And if they feel like that's the best way for them to save their business, 
Who am I to tell them it's not? Who am I to be mad with the results from them doing what's best for them? But what I will tell you is that there's no other venue that trumps the Rose Bowl. From aesthetics to location, being pleasing on the TV, the drama it creates as the backdrop. What else do you want to say? No, no, there is nothing. In, I don't care how great the dome is. There is no game inside a dome that can match the Rose Bowl. None. Oh, oh, oh. None. Cardinal Stadium. When they, None. I don't know. Y'all caught up on a field. The Cardinal. Name stadium. me a dramatic. Right. Name me a name. Show me what that stadium did for a game. Glendale. Show me how the backdrop of that stadium improved the TV value of that game. Prove it to me. I'm not talking about the game on the field. What made it different? The Oklahoma Boise State game. Are you kidding me? Did you just say Oklahoma Boise State, bro? We're talking the national championship game, and you brought up Boise State. I'm just saying that's a that's a memorable, iconic game. Oh my god! You don't. It wasn't because of the stadium. The stadium didn't add to the lore. You're talking about you're talking about Zabransky. You're talking about the trick plays and Boise State. What are we talking about? You didn't think the aesthetic though was nice. Are you kidding me? But it do everybody remember because the I forgot what I forgot what left. I didn't even know the I didn't even know the game was played there. I can name you four or five things that happened before I get to the stadium. We can talk about the last play Zabransky. We can talk about Oklahoma choking the game away. We can talk about we can talk about we can talk about the running back proposing. I'll I'll talk about five storylines. That's what I'm saying. And what the does the stadium have right to do with that? Stadium was the, man. That it was. I thought, bro, it was, I thought it was, you are really boy. You you went, you swung for that one, and also you reached for that one. Also, the Mercedes, uh, the Mercedes Dome with Alabama, Georgia, where two or through that game winning touchdown. That was a nice backdrop because it was all black. It was all black. Remember that? It was all black. That was hard. Left, left. There is no dome stadium that can match. The pageantry and the aesthetics of the Rose Bowl at sunset. You can't do it. You can't. It is the Broadway (laughs) of college football. It is. It just is. It, It is. So without getting into the business, and all man, I'm sure the scoreboard and Mercedes, Jerry's World, all these other stadiums that have hosted. I'm sure fans enjoy themselves. Hey, I would love to go to the SEC championship game just to get Chick-fil-A three times during the game. Yeah. I would. And I don't always agree with Josh Pate, but but it, darn if I don't agree with him right now. It, it is what it is. Just give credit to where credit is due. It's uh, iconic. Yeah, it is good. iconic, bro. It's iconic. Tonight, it's, it's a hard visit. And, and my point is, and I'm not for, I'm not for the national championship game being played at the same site. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying if you're going to do it at one site, it, it there will be no other site that I will put before the Rose Bowl. I just wouldn't. And I love being outside, bro. I like domes. I like domes. But just Notre Dame Stadium is what it is because it's outside. The elements, it it is what it is, man. Domes, it's like, all right. They're super nice. The Cardinal Stadium is super nice, right? That's why I prefer – if you gave me the choice of going to a football game, I'm talking about traveling. To go travel and see a football game or to travel and see a baseball game, I'll take the baseball game every time. Mm. Every time. 
outside environment, I just would. Because most of the time, you're going to put me in a dome. And I just don't want to be in a dome. I would prefer to be outside, nice weather. That's just me. It's not about football versus baseball. It's about me enjoying the experience. I can tell you right now, one of the best experiences in all of Major League Baseball is one of the worst teams when it comes to their ballpark. And that's the Pittsburgh Pirates. They stink. But their ballpark is amazing, Left. The Padres ballpark's really nice too, though. The Padres ballpark was nice when they stink. I've been to it when they were bad. That's my point. Yes. You don't need the team. You don't need the team to be good (laughs) to enjoy the ballpark. You don't. I'm a I'm a White Sox fan. Look, Jerry Reinsdorf has two of the best date night. You want to you want a great date? Take a girl to USL. I mean, uh, guaranteed rate for baseball or the United Center for basketball. Great date environment. Great. Team state, but man, don't matter. It's a environment, nice environment. Man, absolutely amazing. I'm telling you, and he doesn't care. That's why he just keeps selling out. United Center sells out every year. Every year. Yeah, dude, they like on a something like a 23 year streak. Damn. Being in the top three. So is it expensive or people just like people buy? Oh, that's the thing about it. It's beautiful right now. You can get a 100 seat, two 100 seats for you and your date, 100 bucks. What? Yeah. 100 bucks. That don't even get you in the crypto arena. 120 taxes, right? That's a nice thing. You both gonna grab some drinks. Yeah. Share some nachos. It's a good date, man. That's a great date, bro. Some hundred seats. Yeah. Great conversation because you're not paying attention to the game because they suck. Not with Zach D. They suck. Even with him playing, they suck. So it's great conversation, right? You might catch. Justin Fields, DJ Moore, and the crew there, and Chase Claypool, because they always come through. I will say that the Bears support the Bulls. It's a great date night, bro. And they have a low-key bar scene that is fantastic. Uh, At the United City. They have bars throughout the upper level on the food courts, real low-key over the corner where y'all can just go sit. Yeah, hot high boys drink martinis and whatever, and just lounge. Go up there for halftime and like half the third quarter and just chill. If the game gets exciting in the fourth, go back to your seats. Yeah, it's fantastic, bro. Real experience. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. The parking can be a problem if you don't get a parking pass with the tickets. Go ahead and pay the extra 20 for the parking pass with the tickets. Go ahead and do it. Get the lot right across the street. It is worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. Might have to try that idea, man. It sounds real nice. Man, I'm telling you, boy, you come to Chicago during the fall, go to the UC. Now, the next night, the very next night, if the Blackhawks are in town, don't bring no date. Because it's a totally different. I mean, I take that back. Bring a date because they also have a great. Bro, when you walk in for the Blackhawks, it's literally kegs in the hallway. They're the environment. It's a frat house. If you go to a party in a frat house, more than likely, you're not bringing a date. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not. Yes. It's a totally different vibe. But, man, if you have not experienced the United Center for a Blackhawks game, I'm telling you to go check it out. And, man, it will change your life, love. 
I totally respect how the Black Hawks do it. All right, left. A young man from Jesuit High School in Tampa, Florida, recently visited Notre Dame, and he could be next in the big-time running backs to go ahead and be a part of Dina McCullough's, safe to say, stable at this point. His name is Justin Thurman, left. He was clocked at a 4.31, 36-inch vertical, and runs the 110.6 left. So I'm very interested in seeing what you think about this young man because he has Notre Dame in his top three, according to reports. Great relationship with Dina McCullough. And we introduced to some that have not seen him, Justin Thurman, out of Jesuit High School down in Tampa, Florida. Sophomore film, tell me what you think. Uh-oh, they start off with the steal. So he runs from the spread. They get him out of the eye formation. You see that? That's different. Definitely fast. Haven't had to see him elude too many tacklers to this point. Special teams. Let's see what you got. Bring him into the backfield. Okay. Sorry, I had to move the cars for the street cleaners. Isn't that crazy? Man, I thought Maria was up out there with the ice cream for a minute. Uh, no, I had to <laughs> Right. Those tickets be crazy. They those little street sweepers be like 30 bucks. I understand. I understand. I parked on the street for one of my Airbnbs and almost got caught when I was in LA. He looks like a wiry back. This guy right here. Wiry back can slip through holes, kind of like what Dexter Williams was, where he was kind of a, a, a tweak type of player. On that running back side, definitely an athlete, though. Like I said, he runs a 4-3-1. Time. And he plays both sides of the ball. You see him there rushing from the yeah, end. We can't watch no film if he don't play both sides. Man. You, know how that, you know how Marcus Freeman do. He got to play <laughs> everything, you know. Well, once again. Where are you going to fit on the team? Hmm. This is this is where identity is so important. Yeah. There's one thing to just recruit the best players because they got the best whatever. Mm -hmm. But what are we doing on offense? What are we selling to this kid? Because I don't believe we don't have anybody that's playing two ways right now. I don't believe we have anybody that we telling you're going to be our number one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Man, do you ever think this is a this is a crazy question? Right now, I'm watching Shohei Otani. Man, this dude, man, he just went went crazy uh, yesterday. Oh, dude, I'm watching the game, and this dude is hitting the second home run was basically one arm to the opposite field. <laughs> just just stayed back on the splitter and just took it to the opposite field, just one arm. And he threw seven innings of, like, one-run ball against the White Sox. <clears throat> it's crazy. Like, he's just going crazy. It's crazy. I don't know if we'll ever see a two-way player like that in football, bro. So he's better than Aaron Judge, you think? Heck, yeah. Right now? Oh, yeah. Well, he got hurt right Heck now. Yeah. But... yeah. Aaron yeah, I mean, Judge, he... Nice. he don't play. Aaron, first of all, Otani don't play right field. That's hard. Aaron Judge plays a lot of center field. I mean, if we're just judging offensively, I wouldn't have a problem with somebody taking uh, Aaron Judge, Ronald Kuna Jr., or Mookie Betts offensively. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. I, I mean, give me your reason. Okay. But we're just talking about a dude that's doing everything. <laughs> He's winning the games. <laughs> Man. <coughs> And, dude, I think, if I'm not mistaken, all of the players I named are, like, 2.5 war and higher defensively. So they have that value. So That's hard again, to do, though, be, be on on both sides of the ball. And, yes. I don't, you know, it's too much going on in football for that to even, like, no. You have to – just imagine if Debo played defense. It's just a whole different type of intensity you have to have to mm. be effective on both sides. You have to have a Ray Lewis mentality mm-hmm. with a Randy Moss grace on offense. Like, just right. ridiculous. Like, or you, because it goes back to offense with no identity. You just got a bunch of fast dudes. Like, look at Chris Tyree. Mm-hmm. What is he really going to do for the team? You know what, Chris Tyree, not a pure receiver. That's a subtopic of the wide receiver storyline because I'm very interested in this opportunity that Chris Tyree is getting at wide receiver. I think I think this is a golden opportunity for him. I mean, it's just how how does how does Jared Parker want it? Mm-hmm. If we get this kid, we just watch. What are you telling? Yeah, where you put? How does he fit into an offense like this? Because it don't. It's not going to be the same next year. Because Sam's not going to be there. Yeah. So what are we doing? We just getting a bunch of top players to do what? We're not necessarily. We can be a running team, but we got too much talent a receiver to to not be a running team. We got to be a balanced team. Mm -hmm. But even with that, a balanced team got stars. Got the number ones. Yeah. LSU, when they were so sweet, they had Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Edwards Clyde Hilaire. You just knew who it was. Yeah. Yeah, they had other talent, other guys on the talent. Like at Ohio State. Ohio State managed it great. Mm-hmm. Even with all those guys on the roster, you still knew who the number one was. Marvin Harrison Jr. was there with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. But he also understood the role. Mm. And they do it right at Ohio State. Okay, Cardinal Tate, you see him with Marvin Harrison Jr. and then Beckway or Bukway or whatever you say. Give it a year, you're going to be doing what they do. You're going to be right there. Terry McLaurin, Paris Camp. I mean, they got him. Mm-hmm. How do we translate that for our offense? What are you telling Isaiah Cannon and Cam Williams and Rico Flores and Bray? Where does Braylon see himself in his offense? It's ambiguous. Where does Jadarian Price see himself in his offense? Ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Where are the tight ends? Because tight ends are like, wow, we ain't got Michael Maris, so our spotlight is gone. We tight end you, but shoot, we might not ever see the football. What are we doing? How are we rolling out to the first game? How would you prepare if we was going against Notre Dame? 
you go say, oh, we got to stop the pass game. You don't even know if they got receivers for real. Oh, I know they got a running game short. Okay, but we lost Logan Diggs. We moved some things around. We got some young guys, guys that you've never seen before. You know, you got Aldrick, but that's not the, the, he's not going to kill you. What do you got? But you look over to Michigan, you know what they're doing. Turning around, handing it off. J.J. McCarthy dropping back, play action, throwing it deep. That's it. That's it. What is Alabama going to do? That's the question. They're going to look crazy. What are they going to do? You got Tommy Reese in there. And I don't know if you saw anything from his last previous school. I didn't know what he was doing in any either. Yeah. I, I get it. Time to grind. Chimes in. Um, when did Aaron Judge start throwing 98 miles per hour? Mm. Uh, see, don't get caught. See, <laughs> no, see now, this is, this is why said, dude, we're talking about playing both sides of the ball. <laughs> so just because he does it as a pitcher doesn't take other people out of it. Just because he throws 98 doesn't eliminate other people. I literally <laughs> Otani does it offensively every day. He does it defensively once every five days. That's the fact of the matter. Mookie Betts defensively wins games just about two, three times a week. It's on Sports <laughs> Center. So I mean, we don't keep it a buck. Mookie Betts impacts winning defensively three to four times a week. Defensively. Just make and, plays. And offensively. Yeah. Doesn't matter if he stoles the ball 98 miles per hour. He's impacted the defensive side of the ball in his way. Aaron Judd, that's why I said the guys I named, they have 2.5 and above war replace, you know, war defensively. They impact the defensive side of the ball. Aaron Judge is a very good. I just watched Aaron Judge go to the injury. He saved a game against the Dodgers and went to the IL the next day because he caught a ball in the gap and ran into the gate and smashed his knee against the Dodgers that saved three runs from scoring. He saved the game. <laughs> that's why he's that's why he's hurt. He literally saved the game in Dodger Stadium. Yeah. So, you know, I don't – as much as I love Otani, I do understand that there are other people. It's There's not like, caveats. yeah, caveats. all these people that act like Otani's here and everybody else is down here. Stop playing. Stop. <laughs> now you're doing too much. Now, now you're doing too much. Yes, right now he is at the top of the heat. But there's some other players that on a daily basis are doing the same thing on both sides of the ball. The same thing. You know? But you know the two, dude, if you can hit a home run, you can pitch, those are the two sexy things in baseball. Home runs and strikeouts. He just happens to be able to do both really well. Yeah. That's perfect. Home, Like from a football standpoint, that's like, I mean, oh, Dion, the, the Dion Sanders combination. That that's the only combination I can see in the future that maybe someone can do it at an elite level on both sides. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Because a running back linebacker is not that attractive. Right. Like if right. Saquon played defense, mm-hmm. he would have to be Micah. Yeah. And I just I don't think he could do that. Yeah. 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 And play both ways. That'll be tough. That's the that's hey, show me that. Show me a quarterback that can play quarterback and safety. Start to safety. Time to grind. Do it. You keep trying to make this argument, bro. Stop disrespecting people. And it may stop. You're being disrespectful. Otani's the most important player on the field defensively once every five days. <laughs> That's once a week. 
Mookie Betts is the most important defensive player every night, 162 games. Every time he takes the field, he's the most important defensive player. Every night. What are we talking about? Otani gets rested before he pitches. Like, for him to do this, there are accommodations that are made. Because it's hard to do. Being a little disrespectful, man. Just a little bit. Ain't being just a little disrespectful, bro. Give me an everyday player. I'm not, man, if I'm starting a team, give me the everyday player that can impact winning every day. I don't want somebody that's going to do it every five days. <coughs> give me the best pitcher. Oh, I got to sit there the other four days and find a way to win. <laughs> because I took you over this dude that can do it both ways every day. Come on, man. That's why in the college draft, you'll see the top five will be like three to four batters and two pitchers. The bats are always going to win out, bro. For real. The bats are always – because they play every day. Oh, they play every day, yeah. They play every day. They play every day. I just watched – I forget the young man's name. Nice little second-year starter, lefty. Throws hard, 95 for the Angels. Went toe-to-toe with Dylan Cease in game one. Toe-to-toe, Dylan Cease. Toe-to-toe. Dylan Cease. Team can't score, so I don't care how dominant he is in a pitcher. He took the L. Matter of fact, he's pitched – the month of June, he has like the third best ERA. Doesn't have a win. Doesn't have a win. Why? They can't hit. Your everyday <laughs> players suck. So it doesn't. The pitcher is the most important player on the field. Yes. Okay. So go get a bunch of pitchers with everyday players that stink and watch how many games you, you win. That's the Angels, pretty much. <laughs> Thank you. That's the Angels for the last 10 years with Otani and Trout. Thank you, Left. Thank you. <laughs> Tons of offense, no pitching. And what does it get them? Neither Otani or Mike Trout have been to the playoffs. Neither one. Neither one. So, yes, if you're giving me who I'm starting my team with, I'm taking the everyday player that can impact winning offensively and defensively. That's just me. That's just me. So you taking a Tobias Merriweather. I mean, a Tobias Harris. It's like Clay Thompson. Let's bring it to football. If you, if this, if let's say recruiting was a draft and it wasn't recruiting, that's just, that's me. That's just open it up. This would be fun. Notre Dame fans, please chime in. This this would be fun. This would be fun. The most important position, without question, is quarterback, right? And someone can can relate that to to the pitcher on that day, right? How much pressure is on that quarterback if he doesn't have defense? See this because, look, Tom Brady has seven. Seven? Seven? A lot. Find me out of the seven how many times he won a championship with a bad defense. Prove it to me. Show me. He didn't win. That defense at Tampa was dang darn good. His first three with New England. Dark man. Like three Hall of Famers on the defense. Darn good. Well, the Eagles, the Eagles game. Okay, I'll give you that one. But Uh, the comeback, if you want, wait a minute, right? Because everybody gives him credit for the comeback against Atlanta. But forget the fact, forget the fact that the defense got two turnovers and three straight stops. That 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 doesn't count. It was the fumble. It was the fumble and midfield that they created that got Tom Brady the ball because Atlanta was marching again. 
About a lot of more. things feel a lot of things feel their way that game for sure. <laughs> so it's things. easy to point to the quarterback and say, "Oh, the quarterback is the reason why." Man, look, you show me a quarterback. I don't care how great they are that did it without defense, because that's the complaint, right? That's the complaint with Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't had the weapons. <laughs> he hasn't had this. He hasn't had that. Man, look, it's you know, pitching win ships. Not if you don't score runs. <laughs> you win the game based upon what? The numbers on the scoreboard. Yeah, How do the numbers on the scoreboard get there? Gotta gotta hit. Gotta be able to hit. Right? So is Mookie the best hitter at his position, says right? Now this is dude. <laughs> see the people, people look. The Mets went got the two best free agent pitchers. Where are they at in the standings? <laughs> Let me ask you another one. Let me where, where are they in the standings, love? Terrible. Oh, Tommy's on the Angels. Where are the Angels at in the standings? Non-playoff. We're playoff. talking pitching. <laughs> pitching. Pitching wins championships, right? Okay. Run down the championships. Do the Astros have championships? Because they have one of the most dominant <laughs> lineups in baseball. Dominant pitching. The Astros get hit. Because <laughs> guess what? When you get to the you get to the playoffs, you face <laughs> up, you face other dominant pitchers, which means in order to score, you have to be able to hit. Yeah. But you people, dominant pitching, you got hot bats. Come on, dog. hot bats. So the Astros are hot bats. They, they just happen to lead the world in uh, home runs and runs the entire year, but all of a sudden they get to the playoffs and they're hot bats. Man, I, I, I'm sorry. Maybe I have disrespect because I actually played baseball up to a college level. So you I went actually hot, know. You wasn't a hot bat, Sean. You wasn't no hot bat. Hot, hot bats. <laughs> Bull crap out of here, dog. No hot bats. <laughs> World Series MVP was the darn National League Rookie of the Year. A darn stud waiting in the Houston Astros system behind Correa for three years. You want to tell me the narrative behind him is a hot bat. He's a damn good player. What are you talking about? So there's a reason why they told Carlos Correa to kick rocks. Oh, he got a hot bat. No, he can play. He can play. What are we talking about, man? We got to be better. Stop believing these narratives that got passed down through ba- pitching wins the day. Pitching wins. That's the same thing. Defense wins championships, right, in football. Go oh, look no. at these championship games. Hey, scoring points wins. That, see, that, that's why I said let's bring it to football because people tell you, oh, defense wins championships in football. When's the last time defense won championship in football? Like? Your defense got to be good. But look at the look at the Eagles and Chiefs. That's a prime example. They just had better offense. Man, everybody. look, the Chiefs, wait a minute, dog. You know the Chiefs defense? Steve Spagnoli. You know what oh, they tell Steve? Dude, every year Andy Reid says, I don't know who you're going to have. But you got to week 10 to figure it out. Yeah. Going into the playoffs. This offense is going to – we're going to do what we do. Yeah, we're going to get them points. All you have to do – this man had – they started – more rookies than any other team in the <laughs> NFL. The only team that started more is the Chicago Bears. They had the number one pick in the draft level. Yeah. And they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. With young dudes. Because you can do that with a quarterback like that. Thank you. Thank you. That's crazy. Thank you. Everything in sports is fluid, man. They, they stop believing he's etched in stone. There it is that have been passed down, dude. Winning championships can be done in a multitude of ways. They just can. It's the same in it was the same in sport. We just watched a number eight seed, a number one seed in the NHL broke all the records in the regular season and got to the postseason 
and got sent home by number eight seed, bro. You know why? You know why? Why? Matchups. Yeah. Matchups. Now we're looking at you. You're physical. We're physical too. But now we're looking at you every night. So someone will say, look, Florida, man, they got hot. The goalie got hot. Jabronski was hot. That's true. You know who else was hot? Matthew Kachuk offensively. It's not right. It's not like Jabransky just got hot. And that's all Florida had. They had probably the MVP of the playoffs. Yeah. Going offensively. Just went crazy. Just went crazy. It was a collective. If Kachuk doesn't get going, Jabransky being, being hot don't mean a thing at all. And what I'm telling you, at the end of the day, you know what your hands Otani's going to be at? <laughs> at home. At home. <laughs> at the end of the day, he's going to be at the crib this year. Yeah. At the crib. See, they really believe in the pitching, though. You know, pitching. talking about your white But I tell my captain, that man is about to get at least half a bill. Easy. Oh, Otani, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And middle they got money in LA though. They got money in LA though. And guess, guess who? Say so you got a peak game. See the, the Dodgers let Trey Turner go. They let Justin Turner go. They kept their two studs, right? Say so two studs are good enough to keep them hovering around first place, second place, right? At third place now, Diamondbacks, young team. We'll see if that rotation can keep up for the full year. Giants tried to get Aaron Judge. Didn't work out. Surprise on this long winning streak. We'll see. But the Dodgers are cool. Because the Dodgers said we'll still be in the race. We'll still be able to make a move at the all-star break. Right? Yeah. We'll improve the team. We'll get a second baseman. We'll play our youngsters. Yeah. We'll, let our youngsters we'll let our youngsters get experience. Right? We'll let our youngsters get experience. But we still got we got Mookie and Free. We got two of the top ten players in baseball. We know we're going to be good. We got Kershaw. Right, we got some young starters. We let some of the veterans go. We'll let them get better. We'll let them get better, right? They're just laying in wait. They like, okay. <laughs> oh, they're going after old Tommy. Oh, it's gonna be nasty. You think so? Oh, the check is gonna be nasty. <laughs> the check is gonna be nasty. They literally, they have literally punted the season. To make sure, sure that they clear the books for old time. Mm. And it's obvious. It's obvious. They might make one or two minor deals at the trade yeah, deadline to get them to the playoffs. So they just want to make the playoffs. They still want to make the playoffs. But they know. Oh, they set the table. Oh, yeah, they set the table. Oh, the check is about to be nasty. Now, whether or not he goes there, I can tell you, he's not coming to the White Sox. I can tell you that. He ain't coming to the White Sox. The White Sox won't even put that dude. White Sox can't even make an off offer over 100, 100 million. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. That's so cheap. That's so cheap. You said they but can't even yeah. make an offer over 100 million. Yeah. Amen. And if Shohei does make the playoffs this year, He's not going back to, L to the Angels. Nah. Nope. I think it's going to be San Diego. Man, everybody in that division is going to make an offer to Otani. The Giants, the Dodgers, <laughs> and the Padres. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. And that's crazy because he's in the same division. <clears throat> They can't do that in the NFL. That's crazy. yeah. So long story short, what we're saying is sports has changed, man. I I heard the same narratives growing up. Pitching wins, pitching wins championships, pitching <laughs> wins World Series. And you grow up, and then you watch, and you're like, damn, all these great pitchers, like, dude, Greg Max, one of the greatest pitchers, one of the greatest pitchers. All time. Look up his ERA in the World Series, left. Terrible. Look up, look up his playoff performance when he faced 
good lineups. One of the greatest pitchers of all time. You can do that for some, some of the greats. You have some, you have the Pedros, the Roger Clemens, the guys that no matter what, Verlander, they perform. Most pitchers do when they get to the great lineups in the playoffs. It's not that easy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very rare that a team like the Diamondbacks can get Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson for six games in a series. That's literally how Arizona beat the Yankees. We got the best two pitchers in baseball. That doesn't happen in their prime. And we're going to throw on six of the seven games. Damn. What can you do? <laughs> he can't hit against it. And the Yankees still almost won. The games were that close. That's so, I mean, it's, man, it's just crazy, man. The White Sox have had really good pitching. Oh, man, amazing stat. White Sox have the third best ERA in the month of June. Ask me what their record in the month of June is. Right? <laughs> Probably terrible. Because pitching wins, right? <laughs> third best ERA in, in the whole league and all of baseball in the month of June and they're below 500 in the month of June because they can't score points can't swing a god dang bat to say they like <laughs> and they can't play defense so they, so they and, and they can't play defense so they lose real close games it's bro let me tell you something <laughs> see this is the lesson today I don't care how great your quarterback is. That dude needs support. He needs support. I don't care how great he is. Yeah. He needs support. You go to that Super Bowl, that offensive line support against Cincinnati and against the Eagles. That offensive line for the Chiefs supported the hell out of Patrick Mahomes. That's the guy right there. You can take the money right there. That's all I'm saying. It, takes, it took a lot. It wasn't like Pat was just like, I'm just going to go out here and just carry carry the Chiefs to it. No, man. No. They blocked for Pat like they, like he paid a check. No. Hey, who was the best quarterback in the Super Bowl? Pat Mahomes. No, no, no. Just be honest. You can be honest, love. That played? That just played. You just watched them play on that day. Jalen played the... really well, man. He Okay. Who took the L? Who took the L, though? Yeah, but we, I mean, it's that's Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes. That's, that's my point. That's my point, bro. Like, that's my point. It's a team game, bro. Yeah. It's a team game. We talked about storylines for the offense today. We get excited about Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman's going to need some support, man. I know he's an upgrade. I know. Like, you get excited. Sam Hartman needs some support. He needs some defensive support. He needs some coaching support. Jared Parker has to be on top of his game. You got to be on top of his game, man. Man. You got to know what you're doing. If it's going to happen, right? If you don't don't know how to drive a Lamborghini, you can hurt yourself. Let's let's be honest. Based upon what we've seen, every year is different. But based upon what we've seen, Sam Hartman can beat Ohio State with 27 points. Yeah. Yeah. If I were a betting man, if I were a betting man, I would take that bet. Right now, if you put the number 27 out there for Notre Dame to win against Ohio State, I would feel comfortable taking that bet at home. After watching him defensively against the second overall pick and knowing that they have a new quarterback coming in and Notre Dame, I would be safe taking that bet. I'd be safe. You're not, you give me that same 27 against uh, Caleb Williams, I'm not taking that bet. 
I'm not taking that bet. You got to score 40 plus. I'm not taking that bet. Man. The games change, man. Maybe Lincoln Riley thinking like you. We don't need defense. We just need the best offense. Man, Lincoln Riley has never needed defense. Never needed defense, bro. Not interested. In the chat, man, that's a great conversation the chat brought up, man. Because, you know, you hear these narratives across sports. And it's like, man, you know, you buy into them for years. And then you come to realize they only make, they're only part of the truth. A significant part, but the truth is much bigger. The truth is much bigger. So, on the way out, Karen Humes, big time defensive back, St. Francis Academy, Baltimore, Maryland, recently visited Mike Mickens. You already know the work he puts in left. You, we, look, there's no need to talk about it. This young man has Notre Dame at the top of his list in the class of 25. And here he is left. We present him to you. Interesting. They started out with special teams. Pretty fast. Good speed. Yeah. Yeah. Got him locked up in the slot. Mm-mm. He definitely plays with full speed mentality, which is what you like. You know, even from the kickoff to that tackle, he's not breaking down. He's making a play by going in there head first. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of benefit to that because when you can – these are the type of plays that Alabama makes. They're players mm. where they're not breaking down or they're, they're flying to the ball, hat on, head on to something, and they're they're making it happen. And this kid is attention to speed and impact, speed and power. He's not going too many ways. He's exactly bringing it to the ground full speed. And uh, you can appreciate that because now it's like getting a 3 and D guy. Mm-hmm. He can he can he can make those plays when you need him because he's physical, but he can also give you that bump on defense where there's no hesitation. He's flying. Mm-hmm. He's getting off block. He's getting to it. Um, I like that about him. He's <clears throat> a lot of man, which is what we want to be as a team anyway. So when you talk about identity, this is this is the identity. This is what. We want our Tariq Bracey's to look like, you know, mm-hmm. kids playing a lot of men in high school, flying to the ball, being aggressive. And, um, you know, he's playing both sides of the ball. You know, we can't watch no film. They don't play both sides of the ball. So once again, man, you're getting somebody that's <clears> playing <throat> everything, special teams, slot, uh, receiver, playing a little running back. Um, he's playing outside corner. So, Marcus Freeman is probably in love with the kid already because he does so much. It's just now, how do you fit him into a defense? How do you fit him into a defense? You got a bunch of fast, same size guys that can make plays, but you you can't just do that when you got eleven guys that got to be on the same page. <clears throat> Karen Humes, Notre Dame, sits in the top twenty-five classes, looking very. Very good. Great show. Hope you guys loved it. Tomorrow, defensive storylines. And Bruce Feldman might jump on tomorrow or Friday. We'll let you know via the Twitter page. Have a great day. Continue to spin it different. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.